Hey girl, hey! And welcome to the Self Love Fix Podcast, where we get relatable, we share tea, and we support each other on this journey of self-love, self-worth, personal development, self-esteem, and self-care. Because why wait until it's too late to start becoming the best version of ourselves? Let's start today. And I'm your host, Beatrice. So let's get into it. Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode of the Self Love Fix. I hope you're doing well as always. So this week we have a very special announcement. So remember on episode eight, the self forgiveness as a form of self care episode, how I mentioned that I would have an ebook available that goes even more in depth on self-forgiveness well look no further my ebook the three-step method to radical self-forgiveness is available now the short ebook is my little pride and joy because it talks about real and actionable steps that i use myself um whenever i feel self-judgment and self-criticism arising and every time that I follow these three steps, I find myself moving into a place of self-forgiveness and moving forward instead of kind of staying stuck in that rut because we all know how that feels, right? When we get caught up in like this rabbit hole of self-judgment and self-criticism and we get deeper and deeper and just don't come out of it. So I promise you, this is not another self-help ebook that leaves you or book really that leaves you inspired but keeps you in the same place no this ebook actually has a method and three simple steps that gets you from a place of self-judgment to a place of self-forgiveness and if you still aren't sure about this ebook no worries i got you (laughs) click the link in the description box of the episode Plug in your email and then you can get a nice free preview of the ebook right to your inbox. And if you decide you want to get the whole thing, there's a nice little link at the end of the book preview right there for you. If you're on a podcast platform that doesn't allow you to see the link, also don't worry. <laughs> Just go ahead and head over to at the self love fix on Instagram and click the link in the bio to also get access to the preview. Now, if you do get the ebook, please make sure to email me at selflovefix at gmail.com and let me know your thoughts. I'd love to hear about how it helps you out on your journey. Okay, so speaking of self-criticism and self-judgment, that brings me to this week's topic, which is no more comparing ourselves as a form of self-care. This is the third and final part of the self-care series, and I picked this one as last because I think it's a good way to wrap up the series being that so many of us compare ourselves to others and judge and criticize ourselves in the process, you know, and we all know that that's not okay, but so few of us actually know how to do something about it. And I think that in order for us to heal from it, we have to get to the root of it. Like, we simply have to get to the root. And a lot of times we think that other people are the source of our self-judgment, but actually they really aren't the source. 
instead they actually expose what we already feel about ourselves way down deep in there <laughs> um this might be a little harsh and a little hard to hear and it's definitely you know like a hard to swallow pill but believe me it was hard for me too like the first time I realized it, I was like wait people aren't the reason that I feel badly about myself like they just expose what I already kind of what's already going on inside what and, you know, the reason I say that other people expose how we feel about ourselves instead of being the source of how we feel about ourselves is because of the fact that how we feel about ourselves is up to nobody else but ourselves. Because if we leave it up to others, think about it. Like, then that would mean that we're just hot and cold in a sense that we're happy and feel good about ourselves when others feel good about us but the moment they don't like us or they don't have good things to say about us then we also have bad things to say about ourselves or when we hop on social media when we get you know lots of likes and people commenting on how good we look then we're like we're over the moon we're in high spirits does anybody say over the moon (laughs) I feel like I'm old saying that um and I'm not even old (laughs) but like we're basically in higher spirits I mean I'm sorry in high spirits and it's like nothing and no one can bring us down type of a thing you know we just kind of feel good we're like yes like I got all these compliments people are liking and commenting like I'm good everything's fine But then the next time we don't get as many likes and comments or the next time we hop on social media and someone else gets like mad praise for the way they look in a picture, then we once again fall into that rabbit hole of feeling badly about ourselves, judging ourselves against someone else and criticizing ourselves using the same or using them as a metric and the standard for what we should look like. Or where we should be in our lives. And maybe you're realizing like you right now are kind of being hot and cold. Like I was saying earlier, like you kind of have that pattern of like when everybody else has something good to say about me, I'm good. But when they don't, then I'm not so good. You know, hot and cold kind of like you're not consistent. You're um, you're you change with the way other people change, if that makes sense. Like there's not just a sense of consistency and you know I was there too like don't feel bad I I remember what that was like I mean I would scroll through Facebook and Instagram seeing other people's achievements or accomplishments or new hairstyles or someone who just looked really fit like and they had abs and I would like tear myself apart comparing myself like I'm talking I would be having a really great day and then I would hop onto social media and see I don't know you know someone who went to the gym at like 5 (laughs) a.m. every morning um like on the little Instagram stories and I would criticize myself like wow there there's literally people out here going to the gym at 5 a.m. they're serious about their fitness you barely go to the gym two times a week and you never get up early that's why you'll never have the body you want you know back when I was concerned about all those kind of things I'm not that's not the reason I go to the gym anymore but back then you know those are the kind of that's kind of dialogue I would have with myself you know or I would see someone who would have like a ton of comments on a picture that they posted and I would be like to myself wow like 
okay? You barely ever get as many comments. Obviously, it's because you're not as pretty as her. You know, maybe if you put on a little bit more makeup next time, you know, slay. You know? I feel like that's how people on Instagram do these days, you know? Like, every picture has to be a bloody... Look, I'm not even British, but every picture has to be a bloody photo shoot. And I'm guilty of this, too, and you know you are, too. Like, I feel like we all just do this thing where it's like, okay, my next Instagram picture... Let me find a mural. Let me find a wall. <laughs> you know, let me find some artsy fartsy place so that I can look, you know, like I'm like I'm came here to slay. Like, you know, and I'm the type of person that can't like I, I like to do that, but I can't be bothered to do it every time. Right. So, you know, there would be times where I would look at people who did and I'd be like, OK, now next time you post a picture you need to come to slay you need to put on a full face of makeup because obviously that's why you're not getting as many likes and comments kind of ridiculous right but i feel like these are things that actually go on in our heads these are whether we realize it or not whether it's subconscious or conscious it happens am i right you know like it i feel like we're maybe a bit embarrassed to admit it but you know it happens it really does in our heads and, you know, before I used to say, like, I have to get off social media. It's making me so insecure. And and while I do think, you know, taking some time off social media can help you learn to focus more on yourself and more on, you know, the awesome and amazing things about yourself or learning about the awesome and amazing things about yourself or rebuilding your self-esteem, I don't think that it makes sense to have the mindset that we want to cancel our social media or take a break from it for the sole reason that everyone else on social media is the problem. You know, I say this in air quotes, everyone else is the problem. And the reason being, if everyone else is the problem on social media, then what about in real life? You know what I mean? Because in real life, you're likely to come across the exact same situations. You know, people who get a lot of attention for the way that they look or people whom you view. Look, I said whom. I even used the gr- grammatically correct, <laughs> the gra- grammatically correct language. I'm sorry. I can't. I I. I'm like this in real life. But, you know, the people whom you view as having it all together, which you might say makes you feel insecure. Like, it definitely goes beyond social media is the thing. And it's it's absolutely frustrating, right? Like, to live a life of constant comparison to others and insecurity in, in both social media and in our day-to-day lives. It, it's It's a lot. And I remember there was a time that I would tell people, you know, I don't do well with strong personalities. That was my thing. I mean, I told a couple of my friends this. I thought it all the time. I was like, yeah, I just don't do well with strong personalities. And and when I think about it now, it was kind of like it was a form of self-defense for my insecurities in a sense that I was literally saying I don't do well with people who know themselves and know how to speak their mind because it reminds me that I don't know myself and I don't know how to speak my mind and at the time I just did not want to admit that it was the truth and that I had trouble knowing who I was but I I was so intimidated by people who did that subconsciously I thought huh if I could just get rid of them then I won't have to be reminded of this but I, at the time, I thought, like, no, they're the problem. Their personalities are too strong. They're, you know, I don't like them. And that, that wasn't the case. It's that they reminded me of what I wasn't or of who I wasn't, right? And, again, I know this is a tough 
pill to swallow or is it a hard pill or a tough pill to swallow a hard pill to swallow but you know we've all been here um earlier i spoke about how we need to figure out the root in order for us to heal i said root pretty funny huh root (laughs) in order for us to heal and for me my root of self-judgment and self-criticism was you know me having a complete and total lack of love and appreciation for myself and and my abilities and when I say lack I mean lack lack you know as in if you asked me to tell you one thing I loved about myself at that time I would struggle and it would probably be minutes before I could come up with some generic thing that I thought I liked about myself like I truly used to be in a place where I did not like anything about myself nothing not a single thing now yours might not be as hefty (laughs) But I can, you know, I invite you to consider what is your root of self-judgment and self-criticism. Like, is it that maybe you're a perfectionist and you feel that if you fall short of perfectionism, you have to judge and criticize yourself? Or maybe you were heavily judged and criticized in high school or grade school and still carry their voices as your own and judge and criticize yourself today based on the way they judge and criticize you then, you know? Or maybe you, and this one's going to be another hard pill to swallow, but maybe you struggle with jealousy of others and your way of coping with jealousy is to tear yourself down. Um... And, you know, most people think that when people are jealous that they tear other people down. But sometimes you you end up tearing yourself down when you're jealous. Um, Everybody has different coping mechanisms. Um, And there's a number of different things that could be the root of comparing, you know, yourself to others. And I just want you to know that if you're able to identify what it is, and this, you know, might take some time, you should be really proud of yourself. It takes a lot of inner work and a lot of laying the ego aside to be able to recognize the root of self-judgment and self-criticism because it is so much easier to just blame everyone else for how you feel. And it takes a really strong person to be able to recognize that others aren't responsible for how you feel, but instead they can reveal how you truly feel about yourself. Recognize the good qualities within yourself that you admire, you know, whether it's that you're compassionate, you're loving, you're optimistic, that you have really nice eyebrows. <laughs> hey, it's, it's possible. Maybe you have really great edges. I mean, I can't relate, right? <laughs> I definitely can't relate in that department. But if you have great edges, you know, recognize that, you know, whatever it is, embrace it and understand that you not having you know the abs or the straight white teeth or the super glam always made up and done up look does not put you at a disadvantage my words are all over the place today it does not put you at a disadvantage sorry um or it does not mean that you're lacking it just means that you have something else going for you and it's just something else going for you that's different than the next person and if we spend all our time looking and browsing at what other people have that we don't have then we are never going to have time to embrace what it is that we like about ourselves or what it is that we have ourselves and i promise you 100 percent that now when i look at what other women and this is like no bs this is the absolute truth i don't ever feel lack 
Now, I wasn't always that way, like I mentioned before, but because I did the inner work and I learned how to look at other women and admire or congratulate them without speaking ill of myself in the process, you know, I learned that I don't have to put myself down in order to lift someone else up. And I can leave myself out of the narrative of when it comes to complimenting other people. I just, you know, don't insert myself into the narrative. I just appreciate them and their accomplishments and move on happily. And it's the greatest feeling in the world. And I really, really hope that with, you know, inner reflection, inner self-work, that you can get to this place too. And believe me, I know you will. It just takes time and you'll get there you'll get there too so I really really hope that you found this episode the last episode of the self-care series to be helpful for you along your journey and I hope that if it does that you can leave a review so I can see your thoughts for myself and don't forget the link to the ebook is right down below in this description of this episode and once again if you don't have a description on your podcast platform that you're listening to um just remember to check out the link in the bio of the instagram page at the self-love fix or just shoot me an email at selflovefix at gmail.com um, and then I can help you get connected to that link as well. So I hope you have a wonderful weekend and I'll catch you right here once again next time on the Self Love Fix.